0: what if awareness is still too? In other words, if I'm aware of anything, there's the other thing and awareness. But what if it's all being? It's all freedom. Awareness,
1: the final frontier. These are the explorations of Jonathan Robinson and Brian Tom O'Connor. Their continuing mission To discover fresh new paths to the mystery within. To seek out new joys and new methods of awakening. To boldly go into the heart of expanded consciousness. This is Awareness Explorers.
2: Well, welcome, welcome, friends and family of Awareness Explorers. I'm Jonathan Robinson, and I'm with my trusty co-host, Brian Tom O'Connor. And I am thrilled, excited, and just so honored that we have a guest teacher today that I have followed for, oh, I don't know, 15, 20 years, Hale Dwoskin, the person that is best known for the Sedona Method book and the Sedona Method uh, method. Let me give a little bit of bio about Hale in case you aren't familiar with him. I'm sure most of our listeners actually are familiar with the Sedona Method, but for those who aren't, Hale is a New York Times bestselling author of the Sedona Method, and he's been featured in the movie Letting Go. He is the founder of Sedona Training Associates that teaches courses based on emotional releasing techniques inspired by his mentor, Lester Levinson who also some of you know. Hale's an international speaker and featured faculty of Esalen and Omega Institute. He's also one of the 24 featured teachers at uh, the popular movie, The Secret, as well as a founding member of the Transformational Leadership Council. For over three decades, he's taught the Sedona Method to individuals and corporations throughout the world. We're very excited to have you, Hale. Welcome to Awareness Explorers. Oh, it's great to be here. <laughs> so I'll start off with the first question. Uh, first of all, I I was reading your bio, and I actually um, didn't know some things about you. But one of the questions I have, really for a lot of our listeners who aren't familiar with the Sedona Method, I'm sure you've done this a thousand times, but how would you describe the Sedona Method briefly in terms of what it's trying to do for people spiritually?
0: Well, first off, the Sedona Method is a tool basically for anything, because what happens is, as a person, we our thoughts, our feelings, our beliefs, our ideas can often be the only obstacle to living life fully and to having, being, and doing whatever we choose. And most of us have Or many of the people listening, I'm sure to this podcast have a desire to discover the truth of who they are, to wake up from the dream of limitation. And so letting go can very much facilitate that because it's the whole, it's the contraction of the holding on that distracts us from what is already freedom, beingness, awareness, love, are all descriptions of this, that which is already happening. Not something that has to be gotten to. It's actually not something you can even get away from. It is this, whatever this is, including listening to the sound of this voice, including if you're watching this, watching this screen, it includes Whatever you believe yourself to be in this moment, whether it's expanded or contracted, it doesn't matter. It is already everything and nothing. And letting go can really help that to be obvious. And so what it does is it's a facilitator or an opening or an opener to that which is already.
2: Yeah, one of the things I like about it is that it's not really adding anything. It's just letting you go, letting go of the obstacles in the way of what's already here. Yes. And what's here is awareness. Well, what's here
0: is more than just awareness. Awareness is part of the sense of me. Mm-hmm. Most of us think that there's me and awareness, but but what if, just what if, what if awareness is just a, is, or is still two? In other words, if I'm aware of anything, doesn't matter what it is, there's, there's the other thing and awareness. But what if it's all being, mm-hmm. it's all freedom. There is actually not a real, there's an, an experiential perception that i'm here and everything else is there for sure but what if all of that is just being there is even the sense of i'm aware of something that is just being and so when you allow yourself well first off you don't need to allow that it already is Mm. but when when there is an allowing that can happen spontaneously. There's also can be a recognition that there's nowhere to go and nothing to do because beingness, which is everything and nothing, already is.
2: So instead of a, a dualistic perspective of me and that, you enter into it's all one.
0: Well, you don't enter into it. <laughs>
2: But, but (laughs) again. Thank you for catching uh, me.
0: No, no, it's okay. It's not. We're using language and everyone listening at at home or watching at home. Don't try to change language. It's, it's, there's no help in that. Again, language is just symbols representing concepts about that which appears to be or what appeared to be. It's not even what is. You can't really describe what is. But you can describe what appeared to be in the past. Mm-hmm. So if we're using language, it, it's not, it's not an exact science, even though most of us act as though it is. We think it's very exact and very true and very real. But language is just symbols representing concepts. Mm-hmm. So you can't go into what already is. You also can't get out of what already is. It just is. And there's also no separate you. There's the experience of you, but there actually is no separate you to do either. Get into it or get away from it. Mm -hmm.
1: And how does the Sedona method lead us to it? I I understand that there's an element of releasing and that there are three different areas, which at least in the original formulation that we we release. Could you uh, lead us through a little bit about how that works?
0: Well, sure. From the perspective of a person, there is a problem, and it needs to be fixed. <laughs> so originally, the Sedona Method was designed to help the person to fix the apparent problems. Even though that was dualistic, it's still... in And again, I'm not saying this is the truth, but in my opinion, based on experience over over of uh, uh, four and a half decades of doing this when you let go it's much more effective than any other way of trying to deal with the stuff that a person has to deal with all day long and the three things you're referring to you're talking about the the wants is that what you're talking about yes yeah sure so there are actually four basic needs or wants or motivations that are the basis of this sense of me. The the first one is wanting to fix it, change it, control it, understand it, do something with or about it, whatever it is. It could be anything happening in the world, anything happening with our feelings, anything at all. And the me is that. It is this sense of it can't be this. It's gotta be, gotta be fixed or changed. It's gotta be different than whatever, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. And, and even when it feels like, wow, I think I found it. I think this is it. Then, then there's a, from the perspective of me, there's a trying to cling to it because it might go somewhere. I might lose it. So all of that is the basic one of w- wanting to fix or change or control things. And I'm sure everyone can relate to that, <laughs> from the moment the body wakes up in the in the morning to the moment it goes to sleep at night, and some and even in our dreams, there is this sense of needing to be in control of something that's completely uncontrollable. It's just happening. It's not controllable. It's just what's happening, or at least apparently happening. And so that's the first motivator that that we help people address and release. The second one is people feel that we need love. We don't actually recognize that we and you, me, all is love already, is already unconditional love. We think we can go get it. And we need, and we feel like we need to keep it. So we're trying to get love and admiration and being noticed or cared for or by or any other synonyms or just approved of or liked. Keeps us busy. What? Oh, God. Keeps us very busy. Uh, Very busy. So we're wanting love all the time. Whenever there's any kind of interaction with apparent others, and as long as you believe there's a me, there's also this wanting love from yourself and a disapproval of yourself. Cause we've been trained to believe that if there's a, an apparent problem, it's somebody's fault. And for most of us, it's usually my fault. <laughs> or we're blaming circumstances. It's the weather's fault. It's our husband or wife's fault. It's the government's fault. It's. It's the day's fault. It's the amount of time's fault. I mean, that there's blame going on all the time. And this sense of blaming others causes us to think or, or blaming ourselves causes us to think that we're in charge and we need to get this love. Otherwise it won't be here, but it already is. This is. Love already, all of it, not just the parts you like, and that's hard hard to accept. We're willing to accept that it's the parts uh, that it is the parts I like, you know, when it's a beautiful sunset or I'm hugging my wife or my my lover or my husband. It doesn't matter. It, it, we think that little thing is love, and we cherish that and try to hold on to it. And we think everything else isn't. But what if all of it is love? Mm. And then one of the main hooks for me as a person is the sense that there's not just life. There's me and my life, and there's all other life. There's two. And Mm -hmm. me and my life seems to be confined to this body. And that's a very scary position because we hear that this body is not going to last forever and we see evidence of that and we see that so, so little needs to happen for this body to not be able to survive so there's this ingrained deep sense of of contraction or fear around losing my life and my body and that's the desire to survive or be safe so we address that as well and lastly there's this sense if there's a me there's a sense that there's other so when there is a sense of other we're either trying to merge with the apparent other whether it be another person or the entire universe or we're trying to maintain our space to maintain our sense of separation and that too is just like the others is an illusion based around the sense of me. So we also address that, that sense of wanting to be separate and wanting to be one. So when you focus on those, it tends to help the sense of me unravel. It tends to help the mind feel more at ease, quieter, more open, more alive. and. All of that, though is already wholeness, even the wanting approval control security separation, and oneness is already wholeness you know, it, it It's not like if you you're not going to go to heaven if you don't release all your all your 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 apparent limitations or or your wanting approval control security or separation or anything else. Because there, first off, there's, there really isn't no separate you to go to heaven. This is, at some level, already heaven. Except we don't like heaven because heaven's supposed to be all sweetness and light. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: But, but this heaven that we already live in contains all darkness, all hate, all things that we, we feel are awful. That we want to get away from, and as this is recognized, it feels more like heaven because it all is already this one unified beingness, and it doesn't need to be fixed or changed; it can be, and action certainly will happen through the body mind to to fix and change things if if it does if it if it does happen. But it doesn't have to be. It just is.
2: You said that so eloquently, Hale, and a lot of different things that for me personally, uh, you know, I originally learned about letting go of control, approval, security, and then seems like separation and oneness were kind of added later, maybe as yes. other aspects, which really helped me because I was kind of addicted to both of those in particular. Right. And, um, I love the, the subtlety of noticing that there's so many things that we hold on to. And when you identify what you're holding on to, it's pretty easy to let it go. If you see that's causing you pain, I was struck by it, in your explanation, maybe you're a little bit more non-dual than the early days of Sedona method.
0: Yes. Yes. A- again, what's happened. The way the Sedona method has been taught, well, uh, it was originally dis, uh came out of the experience of my mentor, Lester Levinson. Lester Levinson, to just say very briefly, was someone who was sent home to die from a second coronary at age 52. And because of the intensity of the si- situation, uh, he had a strong desire to find an answer and he discovered that we all have this ability to let go. And he also discovered in in the letting go process, he, he also discovered that there is no separation, that there is just beingness. And in that, his body corrected and he lived another 42 years after the doctors just gave him weeks to live. When I met Lester in 1976... There was already some, it wasn't called the Sedona method, but there already was a system. And the system was all based around letting go and uh, and the wants and goals and decision making. But it wasn't even though Lester was living non-duality, the, the people teaching it, he didn't teach it. The people teaching it weren't. So it was taught in a very dualistic way, but it was still incredibly helpful, (laughs) incredibly helpful as, as Jonathan knows and, and Brian, you know, too. Uh, and, but over the years, by 92, Lester knew he was going to be leaving the body. So he turned over all his teachings to me. And, and he said to me, look, this process, can be even easier more direct and he thought that it would be discovered and what happened is as i worked with people as i took on this mantle um even though i again i didn't do it what happened through this body mind is when people presented an issue there'd be a response from here that helped them and even though there wasn't me and it wasn't them, it was just what was apparently happening. And, and so the, the whole way this was presented uh, kept evolving and getting simpler and more direct, more focused. And at the same time, much more non-dual over the years. It kept getting more and more non-dual. And the latest iteration is that even the Sedona method, you can outgrow even that because this is already wholeness. So even an amazingly powerful tool like the Sedona method, it's not something you need to throw out or get rid of because it's still very helpful. But beingness doesn't need to let go. Wholeness doesn't need to let go. The one that all is doesn't need to let go. It just is. And now the, the Sedona Method is, is presented from that perspective. When letting go happens, it happens very deeply, very easily, with less and less process. It's more like a spontaneous happening. Mm. Uh, and at the same time, it's if you have the foundation, which is uh, where the approval, control, security and separation come in, the letting go, wanting those. It, it, it it seems to make you, the parent, you much more open to this, makes it much easier. And so there is, has been an evolution, but I can really can't take credit for it. Even though it happened through this particular body mind, it was just a response to what was needed in the moment. And when at first it was just letting go when this was given to me by Lester. And now there's letting go. There's welcoming. There's diving in. There's what we call holistic releasing. There's what we call the fifth way, which is you mentioned awareness. It's using that sense of awareness as a as a tool to help separate the wheat from the chaff, to separate the sense of contraction from the pure awareness. But then there beyond that, all of that is just beingness. And it doesn't need anything; it just is. So the Sedona method works at all those different levels. A the last level, there's no work involved, and as and it, all those are on some level like tools in a tool chest. So whatever is appropriate in the moment seems to come to the fore and is available for for use.
1: I love the way you talked about um, that maybe I might put it in different words. I I know that some people think that they are going to let go. They are going to be the person, the thing, the entity that allows everything to be as it is. But I I think of it differently. I think that there's something already within you, your true nature, the, the background of experience that has already let go, that already allows. So it's not Brian or Hale or Jonathan that does the letting go. It's that that pure background of experience that has already has already let go. Would you, is that a fair?
0: uh, Uh, Well, it's, it's, it's closer. (laughs) It's closer. (laughs) So let's get even closer. Well, you can't get closer to what already is. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But again, that's how, uh, what you just described is what, what most teachers teach. Most teachers teach that there is this background that is already perfect. And, and, it, it, and it, the background is love. The background is beingness. The background is, um, is already released. The background is already pure acceptance. And as a working tool to, to try to deal with life, it can be very helpful. There's nothing wrong with it it's beautiful but what if there is no background what if there's just this
3: Mm.
0: and this is already beingness or wholeness and what if this beingness or wholeness allows for all tools allows for the dance of life where we think i'm doing it or 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 I'm going to surrender to the background or the background is taking care of me. What if even that is pure being?
3: Mm
0: -hmm. So there's, there's um, the, the, the nature of the sense of me is it's always going somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's either trying to dissolve into the background or it's trying to get to more money or better health or better relationships or being more spiritual or enlightenment. But it's, it's not this, it's that. Mm-hmm. that's the basics of that. It's not just this, it's that and and there's nothing wrong with that it, it, it this the problem is this really can't be understood it, it but it already is, and yes, there is something. You can call it whatever you want, foreground, background, side ground, bottom ground. Uh, but there is something that already knows this,
3: mm-hmm.
0: that is or, already, that already has, there, that needs no, has no desire to seek because it doesn't have desires. It just is. But this isness is not confined to a location. It's not confined in time. It's not confined in objects. And it's beyond, it, it's, it's, it includes all those things, but it's, it's, it includes, but it's not confined to the sense of me here and everything else there. Mm-hmm. And so that is already.
2: Period. And us even trying to quote be awareness or trying to do anything, uh, be the background is another form of me trying to get somewhere, and that is what's in the way.
0: Well, it's not even really in the way. That that okay. is uh, how beingness is is appearing through that particular body mind. Mm-hmm. It it it's very relaxing when it is recognized that there is that there is just beingness already there is just this unconditional love already because then there's nowhere to go and nothing to do to be what already is Mm -hmm. and yet when when the shit is hitting the fan when someone's yelling at you, the car is careening out of control. There's a war. There's famine. There's, uh, there's global warming. There's not knowing how you're going to pay your bills. This perspective is not necessarily useful, but letting go is if you feel like you're creating out of control in a car and there's even a little letting go, there'll be a remember, Hey, turn into this, turn into the, the, the skid as opposed to out of it. Cause when you're panicking, you're, you're doing the exact opposite. If, if you're struggling with making more money, there's usually on top of that, all your self judgments and, and all your fears about what's going to happen. And Oh, oh, you're blaming yourself for not doing it right. There's a whole story around it. So if you, if they're in the middle of that, you can address that. Wait a minute. Maybe I'm not this story. Maybe this is just what's apparently happening. I'm not the story. And because I'm not the story, maybe there's, there's something that can be done that will help. And so. The, the Sedona method in, in, in it from the basic all the way up to the fifth way, it helps you disengage from the story of suffering, from this story of, of life is out to get me. And, and, and when that happens, life seems to correct itself. Life mm-hmm. seems to get better. Mm-hmm. L- life seems to be more cooperative.
1: It's very mysterious. I've experienced that too. I just want to throw that in that it's it's surprising and, and
2: almost unexplainable, but it does seem to happen. I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about the fifth way. You mentioned it a couple of times Even sure. people who know the Sedona Method don't always know that that's been an important addition to what we call the Sedona Methods, really. Right,
0: it should be that you're right. It should be called the Sedona Methods puro but yeah. we have a trademark on method, <laughs> so the method cont- contains methods. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I dis- there there was this description already that, um, when something is needed it's called forth and so even when you're letting go of wanting approval control security or separation even when you're diving in or welcoming or um, allowing or 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 welcoming both sides as as in holistic releasing there's still a sense of me uh, me doing it so what you can do still from a sense of me you can use this, you can start to notice this sense of me and how it's not real. And, and it, it, you can also use this sense of a beingness or awareness. It's not really being used, but it seems that way. It seems like you're using these tools to accomplish something, but I'll give you an example of the fifth way. So just in this moment, just look to see if there appears to be, and everyone do this at home, look to see if there appears to be anything that feels not right, anything that's wanting to be fixed or changed. And if there is, just simply check. When something seems to be off, isn't there a sense of a you who wants it to be different than the way it is? Otherwise, it wouldn't seem off. So, just check. Are you that thing that seems to be off? Or is there beingness or awareness? If you just simply check, there's this immediate sense, or there can be, it might take a few tries, there can be this immediate sense of relief. Because, obviously, when you're angry, you feel like I'm, I'm the anger. It's even in our language. But if you, if you just check, am I this anger or is there beingness? Is there awareness? When you, when that, there's, there's this feeling of opening and spaciousness and, and warmth and aliveness that it just seems to happen spontaneously, and the the thing that it was standing out from, like anger or fear or whatever it is, from this beingness, which it it, it appeared again, it didn't really stand out, but it appeared to be, when when you ask questions like that, it just simply dissolves, and mm-hmm. so that is that is the fifth way, mm-hmm. and there are many. Simple questions you can use. Like, one of the things when we think we have a problem is we're usually 99.999999, and I could go on for a whole time, percent <laughs> of the time. And, and, and the truth is, it's 100% of the time, but I'll, 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 I'll allow for 99.99999 going on a, a lot of nines. It, it, you're referring to a memory. You're referring to what was. Mm-hmm. not what is. And so it you can just check, is that actually here? Or is that just a memory? And, and in doing that, there can be this recognition that it's just a memory. It isn't actually here. And in noticing that, there's a dissolving. And there are many questions like that, that just point to the obvious. And they're very freeing. Mm-hmm. Yet, now here's where the no way comes in, because yet even that, if there, if you think that you're doing a tool or you need to do a tool in order to be free of whatever that is, that's not wrong or bad, but that's still within this sense of me. And so it can also be recognized, and this is not something that can be done through a tool. But but discussing it from this perspective is, there can be a resonance, or I don't know how else to describe it, it can be recognized by no one, that even that is not necessary because there is no separation. There is no me here separate from everyone else there. There is this, whatever it is, that's apparently happening.
2: It's so poetic. Uh, that in itself is a guided meditation and, and <laughs> <Right>. really
4: wonderful.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, that w-
1: yeah, that was marvelous. Uh, uh, but I am wondering whether um, you run into the situation where people will argue and say, well, wait a minute. Absolutely. A me, and, and, Absolutely. And, and they put it all in their brains instead of in the Absolutely. experiential.
0: And that's why we keep going back to the experiential. Mm-hmm. The, it's, we have this u- uh, unique combination of things. The, usually the the pure non-dual message is taught in the context of, since there is no you, there's no one to do anything. And so, all techniques are a waste of time. Don't bother. And w- the problem with that, for most people, that just is an argument. <laughs> or they get it intellectually, and then they think, this is it. This this concept, conceptual framework that I have inside is is that, but it isn't. It's not a concept. It's not something that can be let go of or held on to. So when there is the appearance of an argument, then all the tools are very helpful. Then, because they the tools can... Appeal to the person because the, the person is back, feels back in control. Oh, good. I can do this technique and I'll feel better. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's a much easier sale. <laughs> there, when there's nothing to sell, when there is already just this and there's, there is already no separation. That's too, for most people. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not this, you're not bad if, if you feel that way. For most people, they, they don't, they're, uh, their response is no way, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> I could be, use ex, expletives, but we're being recorded and, and I don't want, and, and I, it, it is, it is natural. To fight that, because if it's recognized, it, it's the end of the search.
2: Mm-hmm. And. And we like to search.
0: Yeah. From the, from the moment there's, there's, uh, there's waking up in the morning to the moment we, we apparently go to sleep, although we don't do any of that. There is seeking. There is striving. There is efforting there's doing there's all sorts of stuff that can feel really limiting and and to have tools to address that is a relief a tremendous relief and uh and so while there is this sense of me having tools for the me to use to make its life better is wonderful Yet at the same time, none of that is actually real.
2: I, I like how you're saying that because it's so easy to get caught up in the tools and efforting that we forget that the the basis of things and and it needs to be balanced out with that point of view. Or you're you're kind of using the tools in a way that can take you even farther away from what is real, rather than what is. That's always there. Well,
0: it can't can't, think, nothing can take you farther away or closer to what is. What is just is. So it's not a mistake to use a tool. Using tools happens. And if it's a really helpful tool, apparent, really positive results happens. I mean, we have, we actually digitized a lot of it. Uh, but we used to have filing cabinets full of people reporting all the benefits they were getting just from letting go. Mm-hmm. People corrected long-standing financial problems, long-standing relationship problems, long-standing health problems, although we never treated, diagnosed, or cured anybody. Uh, and, and that still happens. Mm-hmm. That, that is part of the reason that, that, that people do the Sedona Method is because they can see real benefits. And it's wonderful. And and yet, all that is still part of that story of me. Mm -hmm. And in recognizing that's all part of the story, it's not as urgent. It's not as life or death. And yet, it can still be happening. And it's it can be a lot more fun too.
2: Mm -hmm. In recent years, I've noticed that people focus very much on somatic type things. And originally the Sedona method was very, you know, asking certain questions. Yes. Yes. Uh, Have you in your workshops and seminars focused more on things like, I don't know, breath or sensations and uh, movement as a way to help with releases?
0: You know, uh, very lightly, but very minimally, because Lester used to say that, that tying anything to the physical is a reinforcement. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, although uh, in the beginning, we do use certain things because, for instance, if you're very, n- really not in touch with what you're feeling, then just putting your hand on your solar plexus and putting your attention there can really help you get in touch with the feeling. Mm -hmm. And also feelings, what we call feelings like apathy, grief, fear, lust, anger, pride, those feelings are really just sensations that we've made a story about. Mm -hmm. So like welcoming, welcoming is one of the tools that we teach and just... What it is, is just welcoming or, or, or wowing whatever sensation, picture, or sound is arising in the moment. And the sensations are what's arising. So if, if the person allows them, mm-hmm. they don't, they become less sticky. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is a focusing on sensation. That's when you're doing releasing, any of the forms of releasing there's definitely a somatic portion, but we don't emphasize that only because then it all all becomes is trying to manipulate. Again, I should take a step back. There's Somatic processing is very helpful. Mm -hmm. I I think people, if they're attracted to it or if they're doing it or if they're teaching it, they, they shouldn't stop. It's really good because it's better than just wandering around in your head. <laughs> much better. <laughs> and for some of us we need that in order to not be lost in just the spinning of of thinking. Yet at the same time it's it's only part of the picture. So we touch on it but we don't emphasize it. We emphasize on in the tool part of the Sedona method. Their their tools that are designed to produce not just a change in thinking, a change in the whole somatic experiencing of the body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Lester actually uh, originally changed his consciousness by focusing on people that he loved. Yes, and uh, yet yeah, that didn't seem to be what he, you know. In I took the Finders course of forty-five days to awaken. I'm not sure if you're that familiar with it, but they teach what's called the Lester Levinson method, which is oh, the you know, Finders course. I
0: I interviewed him. Yeah, what's his name? I forgot. Jeffrey Martin. Uh, yes, Jeffrey Martin.
2: Yes. Yeah, great guy. And um, he teaches, you know, focus on spend a minute or two focusing on. Each person that you've loved, or each person that's important in your life, and over like forty-five minutes, you're just enveloped in love, and that that's a very powerful thing. Oh but- yeah,
0: w- Wester used to call that "squaring all with love." Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, again, one of the interesting things about the Sedona method, it has been incorporated into many, many people out there who are teaching people how to let go. Are actually derivations of the Sedona method. Right. Much, much of what, uh, I forgot his name already. Uh, uh, the Jeffrey guide, Martin? Yeah. You know, much, much of what Jeffrey teaches
3: mm-hmm.
0: is a derivation of either the Sedona method or what he learned from other teachers.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and, and it's a good distillation. Um, but there are no finders. There, the there is the end of searching. It can be discovered that there, 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 there is no one to find anything. There is what is, Mm -hmm. and the so that's that. I just want to throw that in. But to to address this thing about love, when even if you're focusing on human love, when you, which. Which is really not separate from unconditional, the, the unconditional love that all is. It's just a very watered down version of it. Even focusing on that tends to cause a dissolving within the body mind of the sense of limitation. Then it be, can become a lot more aware of that one love that all is. And uh, and again. This is something that Lester taught even before there was a Sedona method. Mm. And so, again, the, I'm not surprised. I, I forgot that he, he, had, he uses some of the Sedona method in the finder's course. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's been a real uh, plus to the course, and a lot of people have been affected by it. Yes. Any last questions, Brian, that we uh, want to address before we go into meditation? Well, it's been very
1: interesting because, for example, the, your last question about the Lester Love technique—I uh, was about to open my mouth and ask the exact same question—and <laughs> and all, all all evening this has been happening. I, I I had all these questions, and either either Jonathan would ask it, or or Hale, you would just come up with the answer without even my asking. So it's been right. kind of a delightful uh, experience. And I've also been very fascinated by seeing how, because when I first learned Sedona method, there were three wants, Uh, you know, uh, control, approval, and safety. And now uh, hearing about the fourth wanting separation, and then learning about uh, holistic releasing, which is holding two opposites at the same time, which I loved. And then the fifth way. I'm just fascinated and gratified by the way it has, Evolved into into something where limitations can be let go of.
0: Yes, yes, it does seem to keep evolving. <laughs>
2: is, is there anything that you want to say that we didn't ask, or that uh, you want to add to to what you've already said?
0: we'll, I'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we get into any process, I just wanted to say to everyone, this, this thing that we've been talking about is pointing to something that there's, that is already known deeply there. That, that you're really not confined to that body-mind. You're not just that. There is this one energy, this one beingness
4: this one aliveness, this one period, that all
0: is. And no matter how dark it seems, no matter how contracted it seems, no matter
4: how lost you feel, that which truly is, is never apart from that. Never.
0: And at the same time, because even when you you feel really lost or alone, even when you feel like you can't have or be or do something you want in your life, there is still this
4: one beloved energy that's living through that body-mind. And all is well. It may not appear that way. But all is well.
2: That's beautiful. Uh we're gonna ask you to lead us in a guided meditation, although you've led us in a few guided meditations already. <laughs> and and uh I feel the effect of that. But yeah. uh We'll, we'll formally designate that this will be an experiential guided meditation.
0: Okay. And, um, we'll do more of what we've been doing.
2: Yeah, exactly.
4: exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's okay by me.
4: <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, generally, how we feel... And by the way, you can do this with eyes open or eyes closed. It doesn't matter because if there's a focusing in or a focusing out, there is just this. And it's also very helpful to recognize that you don't need to pull away from what is in order for for what is to be. It just is. Generally, though, when we feel like a person, we're in motion. And so I'll give the person something to do to start out. In this moment, could you just simply pause
4: or stop and notice what is and or just simply be what you are?
0: Now, that isn't actually required. But just in doing that, or thinking you're doing
4: it, there is a shift.
0: And could you, just as a way to start out, could you be open at least to the possibility that what we've been talking about over the past hour or so
4: is actually possible? What if, just what if, This is already wholeness. Is already beingness. Is already aliveness. Is already unconditional love. And yet it doesn't always feel that way.
0: There can be this feeling of I need to find it or get it or this can't be it or it hurts too much or I feel alone or I need more money or better relationship or better health. All that can arise as well within this one beingness. And if any of that is
4: arising, could you just welcome it? Is it allowed? Is it what's apparently happening? And then, when there's
0: an arising that doesn't feel perfect, (laughs) which is most of the time, (laughs) there is an overlay of wanting approval, control, security, separation, or oneness. There's an overlay of wanting to do something with or about it. So could you just
4: allow that? Welcome that. Is that allowed? Is that what's apparently happening? And then all of that comes from a sense of ownership, a sense of me, my life, my problem, my thought, my feeling. And could that be welcomed, too? Could that be allowed? Is that, too, just what's apparently happening?
0: And then if there's still any holding on or holding back that you're aware of, as best you can, just
4: for now, Could you let it go? Just could you? Would you? When? And then whatever is in this moment... Check to see if it has any boundaries. Can you actually find a boundary to this? Or is it boundless? Timeless? Spaceless? Being, And let's run through that again. If there's anything at all about what's apparently happening in this moment that feels separate, that feels contracted, that feels limited, that feels incomplete, Could that be welcomed or allowed? Is it welcomed? Is it what's apparently happening? And is there any wanting to do anything with or about that, on any level? And if there is, could that be welcome too? Could that be allowed? Is it welcomed? Is that what's apparently happening? And is there any sense of I, me, or mine? Any sense of ownership? And if so, could that be welcome too? Is that welcomed or allowed? Is that what's apparently happening? And then, if there's still any sense of limitation... If there is, is that welcomed or allowed? And then, could you let it go? Just could you? Would you? When? And this, whatever is, does it really have a location? Does it have a beginning or an end that can be found? Or is it already everywhere and nowhere. Is this wholeness? Completeness? Unconditional love? beingness is this all and nothing at all Okay, good. Thank you. Wonderful.
0: No, oh, thank you both.
2: That been, uh been fun. that was amazing. I I wasn't sure I was ever going to re, re a sense of me come back from that. <laughs> 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 anyway. <laughs> that was a real gift and um I do want to do a quick shout-out to the Patreon supporters that uh, you make this possible, so thank you. And if you want to know how to get extra stuff from us, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash Awareness Explorers, and it's all spelled out on that page what we give you for your support. But, uh Hale, you've definitely supported my life and Brian's life and thousands of other people. I know how grateful I am and so many people for you. Um, not just spearheading this work, but letting it evolve through your body-mind. Uh, it's really just so grateful for all that you do.
1: Yes, and for anyone who uh, first got to know Sedona Method, as I did 15 years ago, look into it again and see how it's evolved. And, uh, and uh, Hale, how can people learn more about it?
0: Oh, it's just very simple. Uh, you can either go to Sedona.com, just like this city, S-E-D-O-N-A dot com. Uh, we also have our, we have a, our own podcast, which is Letting Go and the Greatest Secret. And, uh, I do some of the podcasts that are just me speaking. And then I interview a lot of people like Jonathan and, and, other people in this space, uh, we have a Facebook page, the Sedona Method, uh, on Facebook, and uh, there's also a a group, and uh, we also have hundreds of free videos on our YouTube channel, the Sedona Method. So, just remember Sedona. <laughs>
2: it's an, an embarrassment group. of riches. Right. Yeah. And a great book called The Sedone Method.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. The book is available wherever bookstore, wherever books are sold. Uh,
1: <laughs> as well as Happiness is Free.
0: Oh, that's right. Yes. I, I forget. Yes. There, uh, there's, the, there's two books actually. Uh, there's Happiness is Free and It's Easier Than You Think, which is actually five books combined into one. Uh, and it, it doesn't have just the Sedona method as it's evolved here, but it's it also has the how Wester taught before there was a Sedona method. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. There's there's it's mostly Wester in Happiness is free. Just a little bit of Hale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. Wonderful talking to you, Hal. I really appreciate your joining us. And I can't wait for our listeners to hear it.
2: And even though I know a lot about the Sonona Method, I got some new angles and new really wonderful stuff today. So thank you, Hale. And to all our listeners, keep exploring. Keep exploring.
1: Thank you for listening to Awareness Explorers. To learn more, you can check out our website at awarenessexplorers.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app, We'd love it if you would post a review. And please, share our link on Facebook and with family and friends, because knowing yourself as awareness is the greatest gift you can give yourself
4: or someone you love. This is Love Already all of it not just the parts you like